Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Liquid Wisdom Podcast, where we take the fear out of everyday life one episode at a time. So if you're not scared, let's jump into the deep end right now. And please, don't pee in the pool. What's going on? How you been? Yes, this is not a dream. This is real. This is episode 02 of the podcast. And crazy thing is, over 80% of podcasts that initially start fail after the first episode. But guess what? I'm here because of you. Thank you all so much for the outpour of support and encouragement, DMs, the the positive uh, criticisms, everything was because of you all you. Thank you so much. You know, the, these last couple of weeks have been nothing short of amazing, indelible, and crazy. <laughs> and I'll get to that in a minute. I just want to take this time out to thank all of you, for real. Thank you so much. You know, there's been a lot of crazy stuff happening. I mean, it's, it's no mystery, you know, with this corona situation, how it's affecting everyone from all walks of life, from uh, your high-end celebrities, politicians, and the like, of course, all the way down to working-class families, low-income families, family and friends aff- afflicted by this and affected by this very deadly virus. I know for sure we're going to pull through this. We've survived so much as humanity this is yet another notch in the belt so i encourage all of you to hold on to your sanity and hold on to each other we will pull through this i assure you you want, you want since we're talking about just observation you know what, another thing i've noticed over the last couple of weeks how <laughs> so many people are struggling with the quarantine i'm not talking about the finances i'm, I'm talking about just maintaining sanity maintaining you know, that balance, you know, getting that chi right, you know. We, we, we know for sure that, you know, extroverts are, are struggling with the social distancing, you know, due to precautions taken to uh, prevent the spread of viruses and infection. Uh, and we also believe they can resume some social activities. What I mean is there will come a day when this passes and the extroverts can resume their social activities. This podcast is more about discussing ways society has steered us towards isolation for decades, how to combat it, and tips for introverts to navigate a social world. First things first, social interaction in the current era has a very different look and feel than interaction of the previous generation. People who grew up in the 80s and 90s myself included, in this country, may remember playing outside with the neighbors, trips to the mall, or hanging out at a friend's house. Saturdays were epic growing up for me. Wake up early in the morning, watch my Saturday morning cartoons, eat my bowl of cereal, get on my huffy, that's right, a huffy, and go hang out at my friend's house all day, playing the Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, whatever. We just made a day of it. It was an adventure, but not how it is today, just from observation. Think about this. Those who grew up in the 60s and 70s rode their bikes all day. 
went to block parties, and met friends at a local diner or a roller skating rink. And I can say from personal experience, a roller skating rink, oh man, Friday nights, Saturdays were amazing. It was like going to a concert, parking lot filled to the brim with people from all walks of life, going in to have a good time. Great music, great times, great food even. To take it back even further, there were trips to record stores, sock hops, otherwise known as a school dance for you modern folk out there. Drive-in movie theaters and ice cream parlors. Look at all that. Doesn't all that sound fun? I would love to do that right now. Seriously. Here's the thing, though. What, What stopped these types of social gatherings? Well, to be quite frank with you, technology, for starters. With so much available at your fingertips, it's just the convenience of it, right? The need to go across town to play a video game at an arcade or watch a movie at a theater has dwindled. I mean, I grew up in an era where you would go across town, sometimes the next town, to go to an arcade to play the newest release of a certain game. Everything from uh, Marvel vs. Capcom to your Tekken to your Street Fighters. Now, wait till insert insert date of this year. You can download it from a pre-order from your console. Convenient, but takes away the need to go out and socialize, right? I guess that's the trade for it. Same thing with movie theaters. I remember when movie theaters was like $5 on prime time on a Friday night <laughs> to go, right? Only needs about five, 10 bucks. You, even, you can skip the popcorn, go straight into the theater and have a great time. Now, you need at least 20 for that. I mean, I, I don't blame them. They need it to survive because with your streaming services that offer a really affordable price, you get hundreds of movies at the click of a button on multiple devices in HD. Hard to beat that. You know, also, (laughs) online shopping. You know, your stores like Amazon, as amazing as it is, get everything you want in one place. But on the other side, it's also has made mom and pop stores a thing of the past. And and that's the sad part. For every bit of convenience we get, we lose something in the process. Equivalent exchange, maybe? I don't know. I remember Blockbuster. And I think a lot of you do, too. Friday afternoons, go get you about four or five VHS or DVD movies. A new game that just came out. Check it out. Watch a movie at home with your family. Enjoy it for the rest of the weekend. Then you take it back on Monday. If it was a three-day rental, more than likely. No longer a thing either. I think what I think Blockbuster closed back in 2014. I think the last few stores closed up about five, six years ago, maybe. It's been a while. Here's another, here's another thing. Hectic schedules and rising costs. So many of us, especially especially before the current health crisis, don't have much time to hang out with friends and family. Overtime at jobs or, or even just needing something as simple as a second job, you know, just to make ends meet, took much of our time. And everything from gas to food to entertainment costs way more than it used to, while average wages have remained flat for decades. Imagine 
at one point in time making $5.30 an hour, working 80 hours over the course of two weeks just to get a few hundred dollars on your paycheck and you gotta pay all these bills. X amount of money for a gallon of milk, X amount of money for a loaf of bread. Every <laughs> every cent you, you spend is a life-altering decision you have to make. Imagine that. And, and, and honestly, this, this, this brings me one of the most, the, the most important point I feel out of all of this. Fear. Fear crept into our everyday lives. It truly has. Even now, with the way people are frustration spending at your local grocery stores, buying 20 rolls of toilet tissue and all kinds of things, and then the next person comes in wanting to get things for their families, can't do it because some person decided to buy out half the store. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Man. In, in, in the 80s, fear of kidnapping led many to distrust their neighbors and prohibit their kids from playing out outside alone. In the 90s, the rise of lawsuits and police action for unaccompanied children caused people to be afraid of being held liable for every little thing. In the 2000s, political correctness made people afraid of saying the wrong things in a social setting. I mean, call a spade a spade. You say the wrong thing to somebody, somebody don't like it. You've seen it before. Boom, your career's gone. Boom, you can't do this anymore. We gotta be better people to each other, man. I don't mind holding someone accountable for their actions. I'm not saying that, but sometimes people take it too far. I mean, are you seeking justice or are you seeking to overcome something within yourself? That's a question we all gotta ask ourselves. Seriously. Because many of us nowadays internalize that fear and feel anxiety towards social activities because of situations like the aforementioned ones, whether they be public speaking, dating, networking, or making friends. So how do we combat this and take the fear out of socializing? First, there are some things we got to remember, though. There are some things we have to practice. Practice. First and foremost, remember that a lot of times people are just as afraid as we are, afraid to look foolish, afraid of making a mistake or afraid of failing there are they are no better than we are and all we have and all of us have unique talents to bring to the table every single one of us believe that you also got to remember that your fears become your limitations you will never get over the fear of something if you don't step out of your comfort zone and try everyone has that initial fear of riding a bike jumping off a diving board or learning how to drive asking out your favorite crush all of us has initial fears for many of the things that we do now without thinking in our daily lives just think about that go back to that day when you had to go learn how to ride your bike remember how scared you were getting up on that seat putting your hands on the pedals you're, you're shaking all over now this may not be everybody some of you may have jumped on that thing and just went down the street with it without any problems. I'm talking about the people who had to go through a process of overcoming the fear. Same thing for driving a car, trying out for a new sport, trying a new activity. There was fear in every initial step in those journeys. But look how far you've come since then. That's what you should remember. All of your 
limits that were fears are now habits. And and now some of them are even fun. I can attest to it. You know, you know what else is fun? Making new friends. That's fun for me. I know Liz for a lot of you out there too. Honestly, making memories with the people that care about you the most or the people that want to see you win the most is one of the most incredible feelings you could ever experience. You know, one thing we got to remember is that you have to be a friend in order to make a friend. Because so often we wait for someone to come up to us or be friendly to us. We need to put in the time and effort as well. You can go up to someone and ask them, say, hey, how's your day going? You never know. A lifelong friendship could spark from one single question. I've seen it happen before. I've even made friends doing that very thing I just said. So the same could be for you, too. A very important aspect of, of taking it for out of socializing is practice encouraging yourself. Compliment yourself until you believe it. For whoso thinketh, they doeth. And then take that and then radiate that kindness and confidence to other people. So start with yourself first and then let it spread out like a drop of water hitting a surface and just let it spread out to others. You know, practice asking people about themselves. People love talking about themselves. And and this is an easy way to take the pressure off yourself in a social situation. Ask them what their interests are. Hey, what book are you reading? What's your favorite anime? You're You're a dub or a sub person. That question is asked a lot. You know, oh, what's your favorite fighting game? You'll be amazed at how you can connect with people just by going up to them and talking to them. You can be a complete stranger. Doesn't matter. You never know what you may find in common with with one another. You know, and and here's 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 a a very important aspect as well. And for some of you, maybe the most important out of all of this, practice not giving a fuck. Many of us can remember a time when you know when we felt awkward in some minor situation, but then when you bring it up in conversation later, most people don't remember that occasion. And and if and if they do, remember every little faux pas or every little mistake you make, they may be insecure themselves. So, sometimes we are harder on ourselves than we need to be. Don't aim for perfection. Aim for compassion. Please do not spend every waking moment of your life trying to be this paragon of virtue. Oh, I can't do no wrong. I can't make a mistake. I can't fail at anything in life because the moment I fail, I feel like I have just failed at everything. That's not true. That's not true. As I said before, failure is inevitable. Remember I said that to you? It's a part of the process of growth. You cannot grow until you have failed at something. How do you pass a test if you, let's say, got a, a grade you didn't like before? But then let's then what do you do then? Oh, you go back and you study for it. The next time that test comes out in front of you, you ace it, right? For all my gamers out there, for all, for all my fighting game fans out there, when you go up for a promo, you don't get it. You go back in your lab, right? You come right back in. You get the promo. You see what I'm saying? It started from your failures. 
So please don't practice at being perfect. Just practice at compassion and being better every single day. That's what you should attain. So with everything I said, I know a question that you may be thinking about is, well, how do I start? Well, that's a, that's a good question. That's a good question. Check, check this out. Search online or, or in your downtown area for listings of social events in your area. Online searches can narrow the field down to just, you know, your interests. Sites like Meetup and Foursquare have several options. And there are several sites nationwide that frequently update listings of cheap events if you're strapped for cash. Another thing you do, volunteer. For those of us that think volunteering is limited to only soup kitchens and roadside cleanup, which are very amazing uh, selfless things to do, there are many other options out there. For starters, volunteer.org and idealist.org help you find ways to give back that suit your personality. Opera wage, uh, excuse me, operationwarm.org even lists work from home volunteer opportunities. You get to conquer your fears and help your neighbor at the same time. Look at that. Look at that. You know, and, and another thing to consider too, if your social anxiety is more extreme, start with counseling or even YouTube. You know, the you know, channels run by professionals that will help you. So there's an option for everybody. You know, one thing I want all of you to remember, some fear can be healthy as long as it's balanced with the truth. FBI data shows violent crime has dropped 51% between 1993 to 2018. From 2010 to 2017, fewer than 350 people have been abducted by strangers in the U.S. About 90% of all abductees return home within 24 hours, and most are teenage runaways. Here's the thing. We can stay aware of the dangers of everyday life without avoiding it altogether. There are many people like you and me who could use a return to friendlier times and being part of a community. So I I leave you with this. Throughout this crisis, continue in whatever way you can to be a compassionate human being. If it's by reaching out to someone via your social media platforms like Instagram or Twitter, if you see someone struggling, if you see someone dealing with hardship, help them however you can in whatever capacity in which you can do it and do it sincerely because it's the right thing to do. Okay? This situation for all of us will pass. I know it will. But we're not going to get through it any faster if we don't start leaning on each other with goodwill towards one another. There's fear out there and we have and the fear keeps us safe, right? However, the truth of the matter stands. Do not allow the fear that life brings put you on the wrong path. I can't thank you all so much for the support. I, I really 
didn't mean to tread back to the beginning of all this. Thank you all so much for your support. It truly means the world to me. And I will continue, if you will have me, to come back at you every so often and try my very best to help take the fear out of something that you're dealing with. So if you would like to do this again, please return and we can continue doing this until all that fear is gone. That's all I have for today. I will catch you all next time. Thank you so very much. All right, all right. Pool hours are over. Don't want you catching the cramp. Tell you what, come on back for a swim soon and we can catch up on life. In the meantime, check me out on Twitter at FormlessLiquid. You can also find this podcast on Buzzsprout and SoundCloud. Just type in Liquid Wisdom Podcast and boom, you're there. Catch you later.